What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Tokenized TV podcast, where I'll be going over analysis and insights of disruption happening in the digital asset ecosystem, along with updating you guys with the most recent news. From the state of the market to decentralized finance, to NFTs, utility tokens, all the way to mass adoption, we'll be sure to cover it all here on Tokenized TV. All right, hope everyone's having a great holiday. Welcome back to another one of my analysis series where I break down and analyze projects in the digital asset space for you guys. Today, I'm going to be going over a project that's working to connect every blockchain, every DAG, every system and network into one universally interoperable operating system to unlock the true potential and mass adoption of distributed ledger technology. This project is none other than Quant Network. They've created an operating system to run on top of all existing blockchains to connect the world's current networks into this new blockchain technology. The team at Quant Network has built the blockchain agnostic operating system Overledger to complete this task. Overledger will be the system which their multi-chain applications will run on. Universal interoperability will allow for different blockchains, DLTs, and APIs to all work together, all made possible using the blockchain standard ISO TC307. This blockchain standard is the equivalent to what TCP IP is for the internet, which is what allows the internet to be interoperable. Without interoperability, an example is an iPhone using Verizon network would only be able to send and receive emails, calls, and texts from another iPhone, which uses Verizon, which I'm sure you guys can see why would be such a big issue. By utilizing three simple lines of code and an API gateway for DLTs, universal interoperability can be achieved allowing for any system or network to communicate together. Quant Network aims to target their services towards mainly enterprises as a solution to connect and work with other companies' networks, even if they were built on different systems. As this not only benefits the entire crypto ecosystem, but also many financial and big tech firms which would be interested to work with Quant's newfound solution. Quant believes the future of blockchain and crypto assets won't live on a single chain, but rather multiple blockchains. And in order to scale this for globalization, separate blockchains and DLTs are going to need to work and communicate with one another. Similar to how websites on the internet can be connected today. In today's society, we're more connected economically, socially, and culturally than ever before thanks to the power of technology. Yet there's still so many barriers for us to truly universally connect as a borderless society. With current distributed ledger technology, our boundaries are extended but still lack simplicity and interoperability to connect across other DLTs and systems. In the early days of the internet, the internet was divided into networks across different parts of the world, and without interoperability, users were only able to access networks within the limits of their own respective jurisdictions. It wasn't until TCP IP was discovered that networks were able to connect with one another regardless of where they are in the world without the need to understand or reside within the boundaries of the other networks. Looking back from today, most people would probably wonder how they even manage to go about their daily lives activities with a fragment of the internet like that. Current blockchain and DLT technology is actually at a very similar point in development where most chains aren't able to connect to another native chain or system without going through unnecessary steps like wrapping tokens. So ISO TC307 will allow for these networks to all connect and interoperate with each other, meaning hypothetically someone could build out their own multi-chain application using say the security from Bitcoin and the speed and scalability of Hedera Hashgraph while it lives on the Ethereum blockchain. 
And similarly, someone could access this application through, say, the Hyperledger blockchain. The possibilities of combinations are endless once universal interoperability is allowed. This allows for enterprises and entrepreneurs to build systems and blockchains while picking out the good qualities from pre-existing networks to implement into their own. So currently, Quant offers multiple services for enterprises and startups with options like multi-ledger tokens for minting DLT stablecoins from fiat funds. And the service is geared mainly towards financial institutions and fintech firms. And this allows them to lock up funds in escrow and mint tokens of equivalent value. These tokens can then be utilized upon any other DLT, whether it be public or private. There's also end-to-end -end DLT, which is another service Quant offers and is targeted mainly towards supply chains and companies using multiple DLTs. Let's take the supply chain industry as an example. Procurements, logistics, provenance, and customs all require different DLTs that currently can't communicate with each other. Overledger solves this though through a single API that allows for convenient app development to allow for DLTs to be utilized in unison together. Overledger also built distributed ledger networks for users to build on other networks, with their current options being to build on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Ripple. They've also got more private networks for enterprises like Oracle, Corda, and Hyperledger. So participants of the Quant ecosystem can build out projects on these other blockchains through the use of a standard API for their desired network. This cuts out the requirement for users to have nodes or experience an interface and cryptography. So Overledger is the main reason why so many firms are seeing the potential in Quant. As there's already hundreds, if not thousands of native blockchains that currently exist, from blockchains that are utilized in banks and financial institutions to governments, along with blockchains in the crypto space that we all know and love, all these chains are limited to only grow and scale to within their ecosystem without interoperability. Meaning, for example, a bank-based blockchain, say JP Morgan's Quorum, for example, may wish to access the DeFi ecosystem in Ethereum for their clients' asset managements. While they wouldn't really be able to do so without going through the process of swapping between tokens or wrapping tokens to integrate them into Ethereum. The process to wrap and swap between coins seem like a reasonable solution now, but it's just honestly not something that should be a required step to go between networks as not only is it inefficient and time consuming, but the fees do start to add up over time. So initially, the idea for Quant began when the founder was working within the health industry in Australia back in 2015 and faced the struggles and frustrations of being unable to organize and group together patient records across multiple operating systems into one. The clear solution was to build out a platform where all systems could be interoperable and work together, along with plugging them into this new blockchain technology. With the potential Overledger has, Quant aims to build the project to accelerate the world's current technological limits through the ability to bridge existing networks into this new blockchain technology. So let's take a look at, at their team quickly. The founder and CEO of Quant Network is Gilbert Verdian, who also happens to be the founder of the standard we were talking about, ISO TC307, which brings the idea of Overledger to life. And Gilbert has arguably one of the best resumes 
in the crypto space. As prior to beginning his journey in crypto, Gilbert had worked two years from 2009 to 2011 as the chief security officer and deputy chief technology officer of Her Majesty's Treasury. And they were responsible for planning and executing uh, government financial and economic policies. Gilbert then moved on to work as the security lead with the Ministry of Finance in the United Kingdoms from 2012 to 2013. And starting in 2014, he began working within the health industry as a chairman and chief investment securities officer for NSW, which is Australia's largest state level ministry of health. He then went to work at Vocalink, which is a MasterCard company utilized for payment systems, which was another company Gilbert worked for as a chief investment securities officer for, again, two years. And then for another two years, from 2016 to 2018, Gilbert joined the Bank of England as a member of the Cybersecurity and Resilience Groups to work with preventing cyber attacks and other financial risks. And 2016 was quite the year for Gilbert because that was also the year he had founded the ISO TC307 ISO standard. Through 2018, Gilbert began to expand his work experience into North America through working with the U.S. Federal Reserve for two years in the Secure Payments Task Force, along with the Fed Payments Improvement Committee. Gilbert then began officially working within blockchain when he became a member of the EU Blockchain Observatory. And they basically worked together to build the proper policies and frameworks in the blockchain industry. Some other accolades under Gilbert's belt include being a member of the Digital Pound Foundation, which is a team put together to tokenize the British pound, and being appointed as the chair for DLT and UK standardization delegation of the ISO TC307 standard. Now, I could talk about Gilbert all day and what he's done, but I'll leave it at that. We've also got Laura Verdian, Who's served at, who serves as the Chief Operating Officer of Quant. Laura has had previous experience working as a director and consulting for companies such as a director of economics for Deloitte for nearly four years, medical affairs consultant at Pfizer for another two years, and nearly seven years as a senior manager and associates director at ISI. I'm going to butcher this name, I'm sorry, but we've got Peter Marie Rosens, and he's the chief technology officer of Quant. Peter's got quite a strong tech background, having worked as the director for IT at Online Direct Limited, UK's leading business energy aggregator, and a business-to-business -business service for other energy businesses to scale and run their companies at the most efficient rate. Peter's also held another chief technology officer role at Mayforth Holdings, which is a firm focused in trading energy. We've also got Luke Riley, who's the head of innovation at Quant and responsible for investigating and creating new features to add into Overledger. And similar to Peter, Luke has had quite a tech-oriented background fit for this position, with working as a research associate at King's College before being promoted to DLT module co-leader. Luke then worked for Resilience Partners as CTO and DLT advisor for three years before he joined Quant. We've also got Neil Smith, and Neil Smith was the former CEO of Comcast, where he helped develop the company to become one of the leading cable and broadband providers in the nation. And he'll be serving as the, a board advisor for Quant. So overall, the Quant team has been built through a very strong foundation with very strong knowledge in technology and finance. And they'll likely need all that because what they're building isn't just gonna be a walk in the park.
So let's talk about tokenomics for a bit. The QNT token is regulated and has gained approval from FINMA to be registered as a utility token that provides access to digital products and services. So QNT will be the main token that powers the functionality of Overledger. As to utilize the multi-chain applications on the platform, users will be required to hold QNT along with a license. To access Overledger, individuals and firms will have to pay a licensing fee that's either payable in QNT or fiat, but will be a fixed fiat amount. Developers who wish to build on Overledger will additionally also need to purchase a developer's license. And the tokens that are locked enter the Quant Treasury, which will be used to automate and process the licensing, expenditure, and distribution of the QNT token on Overledger. And as QNT will be the medium of exchange in this ecosystem, each wallet containing QNT also contains a digital identity of the user. So each transaction that takes place on Overledger will be secured and validated by QNT tokens, as each transaction will be linked to their wallet's digital identity. And while most cryptocurrencies have a means of reward through staking or validators to secure the given network, Quant has designed their staking mechanism a little differently. And they've done so through running gateways. And so to run a gateway, users will have to purchase another fee, a gateway fee. And users can then run gateways to process and validate transactions. Additionally, users can also stake their QNT tokens to increase the gateway capacity, allowing for more transactions for that gateway to be able to process, giving it more throughput, and in return, more QNT tokens as rewards. And while there were a total of 45.4 million QNT during their initial launch in May of 2018, they were unfortunately not able to sell out most of their tokens due to a lack of interest. Thus, Quant eventually burned the remaining tokens down to a current total supply of 14.6 million with an approximate 12.2 million in circulation. So they're only able to announce partnerships that have been approved to be made public from the other party, as a majority of their partnerships are actually under NDA. So perhaps Quant's biggest public partnership is with SIA, which is the largest European financial network provider, with their clients being over 550 banks and having managed over $51 billion in transactions in 2018. This partnership will enable Overledger into the SIA chain network, thus allowing all of SIA's bank clients to have access to blockchain and interoperability between different DLTs. Quant is also joined by SIA in being a founding member of the INATBA, which is the International Association for Blockchain Applications. It's pretty much an organization for public and private developers to discuss and interact with regulators and policymakers to better understand both sides of the party and promote the adoption of blockchain and DLT. Quant also has partnered with Hyperledger, which is another member of the INATBA. And Hyperledger is pretty much an open source enterprise-based blockchain project with over 700 large enterprises utilizing this blockchain for industry-specific needs. And since the initial inception of Quant back in 2018, they've had a connector for Hyperledger Fabric. So this partnership will further allow Hyperledger's DLT and blockchains to access Overledger into other enterprises and crypto systems. LA Chain is a global alliance led by the Inter-American Development Bank with the mission to accelerate the growth and adoption of regional-based DLT networks. 
This partnership will play a role in the development within the Latin American dollar. And the main goal of this partnership is for LA Chain to access Overledger to build an interoperable system for fast and convenient cross-border payments and settlements throughout the region by tokenizing their currency and assets. Next, we've also got Oracle which is the global leader in software and data management at the moment. And they've decided to add Quant Network into their global startup ecosystem. And being added into this ecosystem gives Quant the opportunity to learn from the best in the industry, from offering software systems and products to mentorship, along with just gaining the exposure of Oracle's client base. And just most recently, Oracle actually just publicly announced that Quant will be used as the primary solution for interoperability on Oracle's blockchain platform. They've also partnered with AWS, Amazon Web Services, and this is kind of similar to Oracle's partnership in allowing the AWS client base to interoperate whatever they're building across multiple blockchains and systems. AWS has about 1 million customers, so that's a lot of exposure just going to Quant for offering a solution on AWS. They've also got some crypto project partners such as Alliance Block, Unison and Constellation Network. So Alliance Block is aiming to be the world's first compliant and globally decentralized capital market and has partnered with Quant to allow for a solution to the current limitations between chains by creating multi-chain applications for swaps between multiple chains. For Unison, Gilbert is on the advisory board for Unison actually, and the project has seemed to draw a liking to his attention as Quant will be partnered with Unison to utilize their Xenex incubator for support and development for their multi-chain applications built on Overledger, along with setting up a gateway interface between the Unison exchange and Overledger. This will provide compliance sources of deep liquidity and ease of access into their ecosystem as their network will aggregate all exchanges across both centralized and decentralized exchanges within the crypto ecosystem. Constellation Network is a layer zero platform aiming to disrupt the current data industry. By allowing data to flow through blockchain and their hypergraph for scalability and security, Constellation's partnership with Quant to leverage the ability for clients to build interoperable cross-platform big data, IoT, and AI products. Additionally, Quant and Constellation will be working together to build interconnected cities. By interconnecting cities into one system, scenarios such as improved energy distribution, syncing all live and real-world events into a system that updates in real-time, and connecting all autonomous vehicles to communicate within a single system. The potential of allowing universal interoperability between not only blockchains, but any existing system or network, along with already working with enterprises and large corporations on such an ambitious project, such as SIA, Oracle, and the Digital Pound Foundation, there is a very likely chance that Quant could be as large to the development of our future as how Apple was in the last decade. Currently, Quant has the first mover advantage to not only building true universal interoperability, but also to begin working with large enterprises such as SIA and Oracle. It's likely that these firms see the technological potential and barriers Quant would open up. As SIA's robust ecosystem along with Oracle and Amazon's wide customer base, 
The adoption to utilize and integrate Overledger into existing and new systems being built within finance or technology could be rapid once enterprises realize the potential of interoperable DLTs and connecting systems. The total addressable market for Quant and their system Overledger can essentially reach out to as far as all of the tech sector. Hypothetically, as Overledger can host any number of clients at a single time utilizing Kubernetes to scale infinitely, while multi-chain applications would remove of cross-border and cross-chain issues, Quant has already begun working with large financial institutions such as the Fed, the European Central Bank, the BIS, and the FCA to collaborate and build the foundation and railways for CBDCs. So as such authoritative entities are beginning to work with Quant and recognize who they are, along with the background of networks Gilbert has built, issues with regulations are much less of a worry to Quant than most of your traditional crypto projects. And as time goes on and Quant becomes more recognized for the utility of Overledger, and more firms begin working with Quant to solve this issue of interoperability between systems, along with the freedom and convenience of implementing their own blockchains, if we take the approach of Metcalf's law, where the value of a network is proportional to the square number of the number of its users, then account for the fact that Quant isn't simply connecting one part of technology, but rather every single system and network. Then according to Metcalf's law, since Quant connects quite literally everything to technology related, the value of Quant should technically be infinite as new networks will continue to grow and need to be added within the system to communicate with other networks through Overledger. And so with the solution for not only interoperability, but the freedom to build and create without limits, this really makes Quant potentially the network of all networks. So yeah, that was pretty much our little breakdown of Quant. The future potential of this project is pretty insane if you ask me. And honestly, it's crazy to think about how advanced our technology has gotten to where we're connecting different legacies of technology into a newer one. So yeah, let me know what you guys think about Quant and what you guys want to hear next. And don't forget to hit that like and follow if you guys haven't already. And if there's any projects you guys want me to cover, well, just let me know. And have a happy holiday and stay safe, everyone. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.